Hi, thanks for joining Grief and Frozen Lasagnas every first and third Thursdays. I'm your host, Veronica Day. This podcast is devoted to talking openly about grief and how to help someone who's grieving. We're not licensed professionals nor grief experts. We're just real people with real stories regarding grief, all types of grief. Sometimes it will be sad, sometimes it might make you laugh, but whatever the case, we strive to be honest and real. So this week, I wanted to just take a moment to reflect on my own grief, how it's ever-changing and evolving. I think we've covered so many different types of grief so far, but I think it helps to sometimes just stop, go back, and see where we started. I was either in the fourth or fifth grade when someone I knew died that was not a relative. It was my next-door neighbor. She was a teenager. She was this beautiful and incredibly kind person. She was the coolest girl that I knew. I remember her being sick, and then one day my parents telling me that she passed away. She had cystic fibrosis. I was so confused and sad. I wondered how someone so cool, so kind, and so young could be taken away just like that. I remember her parents were very sad. I think I was too young to really understand grief. So when I would see her parents outside, I would smile but try to be quiet and reserved. Looking back, I probably thought that's how one was supposed to show sympathy. When I was a little bit older, two of my grandparents died. It was sad, but it was kind of expected. These were some of the first funerals that I really remember clearly. Wearing black, being quiet and somber. It was sad to see my dad cry. I was in high school when a friend of mine died in a car wreck. I could not stop crying. She and I played in band together. We went to church together. And once again, I was at a loss. I don't think I really talked about it or publicly opened up with my grief. It was like I was just supposed to be sad on the inside. Now, It's not like anyone told me that's what I was supposed to do. I just did that on my own. When I was 29, my other granny died. I was very close to her. I knew she was sick and she wasn't doing well. My mom called me early one morning to tell me that my granny had passed away. I think this was the first loss I experienced where I let all my grief show openly. And often. My granny was so dear to me. She, she wasn't just my grandma, but a very good friend. She would tell me when she was proud of me. She would also tell me when I was being an idiot. I can still see her bright red hair, her pastel painted nails, and her tiny delicate hand holding a can of diet caffeine-free Coke. I completely lost it at her funeral. I didn't just cry, but I sobbed for days. Maybe it was weeks. I still have one of her purses, and every now and then I open it up, and it still smells like her. 
I find it comforting and super sad all at the same time. Now, I know that I will cry when I do this, but I do it anyway. I'm not sure what changed in me that, you know, why I decided to openly show my grief. Maybe because maybe it was because I was an adult. Maybe because I just didn't care what others thought. I've lost many friends and family over the last 20-some years. Each time my grief is completely different. It surprises me. I Just when I think I know what my grief patterns are or how I will handle things, I get a curveball. Sometimes the death was expected and I thought, okay, I'm going to prepare myself for it. Well, the thing is, you can prepare and still be caught off guard and vice versa. I have not always handled grief well. There was a time after a friend died that I was so, I was so sad and I only focused on how I felt. I think I checked on others that were affected, but looking back now, I was pretty selfish. I was not a good girlfriend or a friend during that time. That's, that's really hard to admit. I focused so much on how I felt that I often forgot to really be present for my friends and loved ones. I mean, they lost him too. It was a huge blow for all of us. It's okay to feel sad and grieve, but sure, but try not to forget that others might be grieving too. Several years ago, a dear friend's dad was killed in a robbery. My late husband had called me at work to tell me and that we needed to head back to Oklahoma right away. It was such a shock. I remember I hung up the phone, and I just let out this this guttural scream. Now, I'd never met his dad, but I was so angry and sad for my friend and his family. I just sat on the floor in my office, sobbing. I finally got my shit together, put um, an out-of-office note on my emails, told my boss that I needed to leave right away, and I headed home to pack a bag. I'm not sure what we were going to do when we got there, but we knew it was important that we be there for our friend. Their family had rallied, and the love they showed for each other was one of the most beautiful things I had ever seen. Sometimes when I'm feeling grief, I just want to be left alone with my thoughts. Sometimes I feel the need to be around those who love and understand me. The thing you got to remember with grief is that there isn't just one way to handle it. And everyone's perspective is going to be different, even if we lost the same person, the same thing, or the same animal. There are a million ways to experience it. Not every book, movie, or podcast is going to be helpful to everyone. That's why there are so many books, movies, and podcasts on it, right? No one can tell you how you're supposed to feel. And now I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. But sometimes it helps to say it out loud. I wanted to do something with my grief, not just to help me, but perhaps help others understand their friend or loved one when they're going through grief. After Travis died, I was I was often asked, what should we have done to help you? Or, you should write this down. So that's how Grief and Frozen Lasagnas was born. 
I talk about things people said to me that were not helpful. How people did the um, the sad head tilt when asking how I was. Like, how are you? How are you doing? You doing okay? <laughs> I've also commented how huh, folks say things to say something. Like, I'm so sorry for your loss. Or, um, just take it one day at a time. <laughs> okay. Even though I have this podcast and note things that bug me, I am totally guilty of doing it to others too. It just comes out of my mouth so fast and I catch myself mid-sentence. One of my sweet friends died last year. It was expected. She had cancer. She was young, beautiful, smart, talented, and had a beautiful family. Some of her some of her close friends and I were with her in the hospital and hospice during her last week. I hated watching her fade away and there was nothing I could do. After she died, I found myself starting to say those exact things to her mom and her husband that I personally found irritating when people said them to me after my husband died. Now I just try to be present, but give them space too. I get that my podcast is not for everyone and that's okay. The thing for me was that I want to create something positive in the world, that I didn't let my grief destroy me. It's going to be with me for the rest of my life in some way, shape, or form. I thought if we could create a safe space where people could share their own experiences with others, that that might help someone else too. I'm still learning and hopefully getting better, not just with this podcast, but with my grief as well. I feel like... With each person's story, I learn something new. I try to be grateful and live the best way possible. I remember after Travis died, I told him I would try to live well to make him proud of me. But you know what? I learned that's fine, but I need to live well so that I am proud of me too. Well, that's all I got for now. Thanks for listening to my thoughts. Grief and Frozen Lasagnas is a Patronica production. It's written and hosted by Veronica Day. Music and sound design by Patrick Gary and the musical talents of the Sideshow Symphony. To hear this and other music by the Sideshow Symphony, go to www.sideshowsymphony.com or find them on Apple Music or the streaming service of your choice. If you liked what you heard or know anyone who might like this, please help us spread the news by sharing it. If you're listening through Apple Podcasts, please rate and review to let other people know about us. It really does help. If you'd like to be part of the show, see photos, or you'd like to find and listen to our other episodes, please visit us at griefandfrozenlasagnas.com. Thanks for listening today and hopefully in the future. Take care of yourself and be kind. <laughs>